Hello, hello, hello. Thanks for joining me once again on the Rising Heroes podcast. My name is Tolisha Francis. In our last episode, I did talk about the wonders of Hog. I shared with you the beautiful side of Hog and what Hogs can do for you and to you. Now, today I'll be talking about from social well-being to personal well-being and why Hog is important. I will also be sharing some statistics with you um, according to what I read um, online from WeForum. I will be sharing some types, some scientific terminologies with you as well to explain how hogs work. And then I will share a bit of the benefits again when it comes to hog. So please don't go anywhere. If this is your first time on this particular podcast channel, please subscribe, share with friends and family members, hang in there, and I will be right back. Don't go anywhere. Want to break the barriers that seem to hinder you from being a high flyer? Do you want to rest on the shoulders of those who have broken boundaries against all odds? Do you want to rise above your current level? Then this is the place to be. Welcome to the Rising Heroes Podcast. This podcast is committed to showing how to ride from where you are to where you should be. Grab your pen and paper as we make welcome our host, Tolushe Francis. Welcome back, welcome back. Now, as I said earlier, that I will be sharing with you some findings. So, um, on the We Forum, um, which is the World Economic Forum, they shared a few things about hogging. And one of it is that hugging is a universal human action that is important for creating and maintaining social bonds. They also said that for many, social distancing measures have, measures have resulted in the absence of hugging in the past 12 months. I do agree, you know, because um, when COVID-19 sets in, we weren't able to interact with people. And even up till now, hugs are reduced. So you meet outside and people are just greeting one another um, with the elbow. Um, and so that way, people are not able to experience, you know, hugs and all that. For many people, um, they've missed most during the pandemic is their inab- what they've missed was their inability to hug loved ones. Um, they get to work and they are still not able to hug and all that. And it's not like we lost our ability to hug. It's just that the uh, public health um, issues around affected our ability to hug one another right um and of course this has now played a role even in our mental health right you know and now but vaccine programs are, are being rolled out and that means that i mean a level of maybe um relaxation uh, or the restriction when it comes to hugging one another or, or touching one another now the thing is the reason hugs feel so good has to do with our sense of touch we are uh, we have a high sense of touch right and it's extremely important in the sense that um, it allows us not only to physically explore the world around us, but also communicate with others by creating and maintaining social bonds. Now, touch consists of two distinct systems. I didn't tell you that. I did tell you that I will share some scientific um, findings with you. So we'll just go a, a bit down that lane. Now, touch consists of two distinct systems. The first is the fast touch, uh, which is a system of nerves which allows us to rapidly detect contact. So, for example, if a fly landed on your nose or you touch something hot, you respond quickly, either by 
trying to take the fly off or by removing your hand from the hot substance. Um, nobody needs to tell you to take your hands off the, the hot substance or even when a fly tries to land um, on your nose. The sensation, your response is very, very fast. But then you have the other one, which is a slow touch. Now, this is, uh, um, this is a population of recently discovered nerves called the C-tactile afferent, the C-tactile afferent. And uh, this one's process the emotional meaning of touch. So when you hug someone, it's your C-tactile afferent that actually process the meaning of that touch. So each time you touch someone, um, the meaning they give to that touch is a function of their C-tactile afferent. Whether it is emotional or it's just normal, it's, um, it's as a result of what the afferent um, gives to them. So they have essentially evolved to be cuddled nerves and are typically activated by um, some very special kind of stimulation, which could be gentle, skin temperature touch, the kind typical org, you know, uh, or caress and all that. Now, of course, touch is a first sense to start, you know, working in the womb, you know, uh, from the moment we are born, the gentle caress of a mother has multiple health benefits um, such as um, lowering heart rates and promoting the growth of brain cell connections. So in, ho in all, you would see that hugging plays a great role. Um, it's not just a social well-being thing, it's also a personal well-being thing and a health thing, right? It improves our mental health, improves our sense of acceptability amongst people. You know, someone shared with me recently about how some other persons perceive um, perceive hugs and why it may be difficult to hug them. Now, of course, I won't forget that I shared with you um, in the last episode that hugs are good. Uh, but let me just reiterate by saying that hugs improves your sleep. It reduces your reactivity to stress. You know, because of the touch, touch is very wonderful. When sometimes people touch, you just feel, oh, this is so heavenly, you know. Um, and so it can help actually reduce your reactivity to stress. It increases your well-being and pleasure. Oh no. Across our lifespan, social touch bonds us together and helps maintain our relationships. And this is because it releases endorphins, right? Which makes us see hugs and touch as rewarding. And sometimes you don't want that person to just hold you tight, you know, and not let you go. Or you don't want to let them go. <laughs> right? It could help you fight off infections. Mm, this is deep. Through regulations of your hormone, including oxytocin and cortisol, touching and hugging can also affect our body's immune response. There is some deep science there. Research even suggests that cuddling in bed could protect us against common cold. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's possible. Um, and then, you know... Um, so, sometimes by monitoring organ frequency, they did this by monitoring organ frequency amongst um, just over 400 adults who were then exposed to a common code virus, right? Researchers found the huggers worn hands down in being less likely to get a cold. And even if they did, they had less severe symptoms. So, you don't want to get common cold? Go hugging. Just go about hugging. <laughs> Well, be careful with your hug. They'll be sure that the person also um, wants to be hugged. So, friend, I'm going to say that go there, go out there and, you know, just um, hug it out. Be sure that you are hugging someone and that the person enjoys the hug as well. Now, it's one thing for you to want to hug somebody. It's another thing for the person to desire it. So, someone sent something to me from the last episode. He said, Hi, Tolu. Well, said in your last post about hugs. I struggled with this in Nigeria as I'm a hugger. I express my emotions better that way. You communicate with people that I have nothing against you and you are inviting me to and you are inviting to my space. 
Now, for Nigeria, you have those who are keen on their religious boundaries with the opposite sex. In the UK, slightly different but can be tricky as you could be called names like pervert, etc. So, like you said, close family and friends. However, in the UK, I think one needs it more, especially migrants who stay far away from family. Depression sent in little by little. Thank you for that response, um, my dear friend. And the truth of the matter is, culture has come to play a role in a lot of things. Um, I'm currently taking a study on cultural intelligence, you know, and I got to understand that in some countries, um, you're expected to stand about 100 to 110 meters apart. Um, the closer you come, that person feels uncomfortable. The farther you go away, that person feels uncomfortable. You know, so they created a case study of two companies that are trying to merge and both of them had different practices, you know, and they were going head to head in terms of arguments and complaints and all. So at the end of the day, I mean, one thing that we must understand is that culture, cultures across countries, across the globe differ. And so we need to understand this. So I'm hoping that maybe in the next episode, right, I would get people, um, maybe from one from the UK, one from Nigeria, yeah, and uh, maybe another uh, from, from, from the US, who would share with us how they see hugging or the concept, the practice of hugging in those communities. Of course, like I said, cultural differences setting. But you see, in all, right, um, I mean, just like you see some people, they will greet and then they will give themselves the, the, um, the cheek-to-cheek um, kind, of, kind of peck, you know. But in all, we must understand what culture we are in and pay attention to it and work with what is the acceptable norm, right? So that we don't end up becoming what we are trying to avoid. We don't end up um, losing our cool or becoming sad just because uh, we are considered to be pervert or to be um, doing things wrongly, all right? I mean, this is a topic that I will, I'm willing to explore further, right? Because it's, it's, it's something that has to do with socially acceptable um, practices and it's not something that we can just... Um, talk about and just and just forget like that so i hope that i'm able to get people who want to come on the show uh, and share their thoughts um, about hugging i don't mind right we'll just slot in a date and then we'll do this recording uh, and then I'll, I'll put them together so if you're interested right please just send me mail um tolisha de francis at gmail.com or you could send me a message on instagram at tolisha francis so i'll conclude by saying hugging is therapeutic Hugging is, if I can say, medicinal. But again, remember that hugging could be a social misnomer. So be careful who you hug, how you hug, and be sure that they're open to it. Till I come your way again, this is the Rising Rose Podcast. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us on this episode. Hope you learned something new. Do join us next time. For inquiries, speaking requests, and much more, please send an email to tolushe at tolushefrancis.com. See you next time on the Rising Heroes Podcast.